Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name's Rick Beta. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta, R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, or you can also email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, quick shout out to Ryan Lay for joining me last episode. Yeah, there we go. Golf claps for him. And it's, it is true. He is uh, just as cool on Zoom as he is in the movies, quote unquote. Great chat with the dude, and if you haven't checked it out yet, please check it. Like I said, it was last episode. Dude is doing great things down in Tempe, Arizona. That's all I got to say. I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, thanks again, Ryan. So let me start off with a question. Do you ever have one of those moments that you say to yourself, damn, I wish I'd thought of that? Yeah, well, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. But Grant Fierro, mastermind behind Skate Loop, did that to me this past week. Dude got me. He got me. That's all I got to say. But damn, Grant. I mean, you got me wanting to revisit like all of my favorite classic videos that I watched as a kid, you know, from the past. I got to watch them all over again, but with a different hat on this time. You know, just in case I missed any, quote, more than tricks moves. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let's you pull out your phone. Let's do this together or your laptop. Key in the words Grant Fierro, F-I-E-R-O on Egypt, on IG. Or actually, or even at the skate loop. Either one. Actually, before that, as you got both of those up, before we even move on, be sure to hit the follow button on both of those because both are amazing accounts to follow. And no, he did not pay me to say that. Although, dude, hey, man, I'm always always open for donations, always open for business. It's very nice and sincere if you did. I'm just kidding, man. But for real, though, Grant, why? (laughs) Legit, why do you have to do me like that? I'm not even going to say us, like as in the, the listening artist. Why do you have to do us? Like that? Because I feel that that was an idea that only you and I could think of. Right? Right? No? No? Okay. I mean, sure, I believe you know we're all connected on a certain level and that the idea of oneness and, and just consciousness is so difficult to understand and something that we probably will never, ever, ever understand completely. Not Not with our human brains, our little human brains, right? But... I just like to think that's something that he and I would have thought of. But yeah, so more than tricks is so what I needed in my life this past week. And now that I have you on this, you know, the IG page, here you can see what I'm talking about, okay? So go. I'm on the Skate Loose, skate loose page. So scroll back down to about to the March 17th post. So depending on you know, how long or when you're tuning in. If it's somewhat recent, it's not too far back. It's like, what, four or five squares, six squares, six images. Find the image of a young guy, Mariano, in jeans. That one, yeah. And click on it, okay? And just get dizzy with me. (laughs) I stared at it so long, I almost threw up. Kept spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And I loved it. And here's what Grant had to say on the post. So it's, quote, There's so much more to street skating than just the tricks. It only made sense to kick this off with Guy. Read, quote, more than just tricks live on this site now. Link in bio. And, of course, that's Grant's bio. Go there. Check it out. Guys, uh, kick turn is a great first entry. I mean, look at how he spins. Just mesmerizing. And namely, too, look at how compact his arms are. 
how close his elbows are to his body. And a lot of people do like kick turns, like with at least like an arm out, right? Or like you're kind of using it to balance or, and it's almost like close to being like straight. You know, I'm actually holding my arm out like you can see it, but you can't. Almost like, almost like treating it like an Ollie 180. Okay. We're on the same page now, but guy makes it look so smooth. And I can see why Grant used this as one of his examples, one of his first examples. This is so good. I was just staring at it. Like, seriously, though, how do we come up with stuff like this, Grant? All right, all right. I won't take credit for it. I mean, how did you come up with this? That great mind of yours. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of kind of jealous. I was like, it's so good. Quality freaking content that I didn't think of. But it's fine, you know. Whatever. I'm not going to be too bitter. I'm not going to be too jealous. But I don't want to go over them all here because I want you to actually go check them out. But you do have to check out one, the one for Lucas Puig. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one. You try doing that. Going that fast, shirt in hand, beach body out, guns flexing, no farmer tan to be had. Oh, I see. I can't. I wouldn't be able to do that. Farmer tan would be, I'd stand out. But it's not that easy. It's not, not everyone can do it, right? Not like Mr. Puig. Straight out of like the 60s there, right? With the toes hanging over. and But you know, Puig beautified it. He just made it chef's kiss. But Grant, he's really on to something here, though. I mean, I wasn't joking when I said I wish I would thought of this topic. You know? I was like, brain explode emoji. Bravo, though. And I think he can expand on it, though, if you think about it. You know, welcome to the More Than Tricks podcast. I'm your host, Grant Fierro. Thanks for tuning in. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, the Skate Loop. Yeah, yeah. You know, so notice how I gave that little plug too, Grant. I, I could picture it. The More Than Tricks podcast. Although, how many episodes could you actually crank out? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Because you know me. I mean, I just had to kind of ride the coattails or piggyback on this idea and see if I could come up with some of my own. But it's a lot harder than you think. A lot harder than it looks. Grant made it look easy. What, he had five or six examples and i've seen a ton of content over the years right tons tons but nothing popped up actually no the first thing that that popped in my head was mark johnson okay so for his part from man down it was during his line he started with a switch front flip manual pushed a couple times nolly heel flipped up that curb and proceeded to break the fourth wall okay so he looked at us it was kind of a mark moment like he looked does that count I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Does that count? I mean, if not, he then proceeds to backtail and then stare at us even longer after a few more pushes. But they were different kind of pushes. So that's why I want to point this out. If you're shaking your head, no, it doesn't count, Rick. I think it does. They're, they're just, it, I think he, it's kind of, he, he, he meant to be silly in those pushes and look at us. But it's when he extends out his arm to kind of does like a snap down, like, ooh. Before his kick flip nose side, that's the one, the image that popped in my head. Does that count? Am I onto something here or am I way off? But I think it counts. But that's all I could come up with right now. Like I said, I know there's a ton more that I've forgotten about. And, you know, at this time, I just can't. I'm not channeling my inner GF at this time. It's tough. However, though, checking my notes ironically enough thank you walker ryan thank you dude i should have just claimed this one that i that i knew about I'm like, yeah i know of another one but i can't 
Because, like, literally, like, four days ago, Walker Ryan posted on his IG page. He said that he was digging through some old footage from 2009 and 10, and he posted a clip of him doing a switch big spin up a curb, you know, landing in the regular position. And then he beautifully, like, so, like, it was so, like, honestly, this is a perfect example for this this piece that, that Grant did. Perfectly switches to back, you know, back to switch stance for that huge switch back lip or back flip down the stair set. Insane. And actually, no, I should have tagged Grant. I think I'll have to do that after I hit record here or end this recording because that's another perfect example. So I was like, thanks, Walker. Yeah. Perfect timing. But what other ones can you think of? Let let Grant know, because I want to see more of this. I mean, if I, like I said, I'm going to tag him in Walker Ryan's if someone hasn't done that yet, because that's another good example. And I know there's so many, so many. And I want to get more and more of this wonderful content. And I guess the only other one I can think of, maybe, that has done it is maybe Ray Barbie ban this maybe when he when he's doing all the fancy footwork and no complies and kickflips and all those uh different variations i know he's got a couple positions like switches in there right i don't know but either way great stuff grant i cannot and i'm being so serious i cannot wait to see more such good content let me know what examples you guys come up come up with but yeah let grant know too Let's keep this going. Let's see how many we can get. Let's let's make Grant busy. You know, be like, oh, damn it. I just had to release this. Now I got 500 to post. Let's do that because these are amazing. I love to see them. Especially, like I said, the Guy Mariano one, Lucas Puig, and all the other ones that have been listed so far. Check it and let me know your thoughts. But I guess keeping it on the topic of stuff I wish I had thought of, Jenka Mag did a new series called Secret Hobbies, and this time with Christian Maloof. Just kicking it off. This, too, is perfect. I loved every second of it. And I could have watched and followed Christian around all day long. In fact, what else did he buy at that anime shop? Can we get a part deuce? What did he get? You guys left us hanging there, man. I know that's what you're supposed to do. Leave us wanting more. I want more. Please. I'm asking nicely. Please. I'm not even going to bring up the data skater or skater data. What did it call it? Yeah, data skater, right? I'm not even going to bring that up anymore. I know that's kind of a dead deal. My hopes and dreams of that are gone. It's okay, Jenkins. We've moved, moved on. I've moved on. But can we see, keep secret hobbies going? I loved how it started off with Christian being kind of worried. He's like, oh, I don't want to be like his, his. He wanted to protect his cool guy persona. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it, man. You're good. I mean, I think you're good. You're cool. That's all you don't. You just you need to worry about yourself, man. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks, right? But they they decided to go to what's called a collectible convention. And spoiler alert, it was epic. And I could easily max out my credit card in there. And I I don't even collect any of that stuff. At least not most of it. I'm sure I could find stuff, but I, I was I'm just slowly sort of getting back into sports cards. I was huge, like big time into them in the 80s and 90s and the steroid era, all that crap. Yeah, steroid era cards, they're worth about, I don't know, a penny now. They're garbage, but it was fun. But I'm slowly getting back into it because my son's kind of, well, he's not really into it as much as I was when I was his age. But 
he kind of got into it, and then I kept it going. So anyway, but I'm buying up all the, you know, the rookie cards and the cards I didn't have access or money to back in the day. So it's kind of fun. It's much cheaper, you know. What else? Oh, I used to collect video games, big time, big time. I think in my peak, I had like 35 consoles. I don't know if I've talked about this over the years, but I've sold a bunch. I sold a bunch like last summer. Made a ton of money doing it. I mean, the retro video games, just all this class of them. I mean, I'm not gonna play it anymore. I let my kids try it if they like it. If they didn't. I just said, all right, I'm selling it. And damn, I could sell. I can go to this convention center and sell this stuff. But anyway, so yeah, I still have a bunch of stuff I'm holding on to. And I'm definitely keeping all the, the Nintendo stuff. I'm not going to get rid of that. So I'm going to keep that. I think I'll hold on to that for a long, long time. But anyway, anyway, moving on. And I know that 99% of the listeners don't care. They're like, whatever, Rick. I don't care that you recently bought a Roger Craig and Dwight Clark rookie card. That's, that's great. That's great. OG Niners, baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay, move on. Whatever. Win-win. But that's, see, that's a quick thing. You know, a quick rant. That's the thing about sports cards and maybe collector, collecting stuff in general is what I've noticed. There are some really old things, and mainly cards, that if you wait long enough, you can get them ungraded and in a decent shape and at a decent price. All you have to do is wait a couple decades, you know? So that's what I'm going to do. In like 30 years, I'm going to stock up on Steph Curry rookie cards. Like, just buy them all because they're not going to be the insane prices they are now. Hell no. Anyway, sidebar over. So, yeah, Ian and Christian were on their way to Frank and Son's collectible show. Now, I don't know if this is like a permanent thing because actually he did say he was all, well, I'm going to be back next. I think he said next. I'll be back next Wednesday to get something, something, something. I can't remember if it was the the, um, the X Men figure, I believe. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was. But I was able to find more info on this location. So here here's what it is. It's a quote sprawling indoor space with indoor vendors selling comic books, trading cards, action figures, and more. Service options in store shopping located in Plaza at Puente Hills. I hope I said that right. Puente Hills. Address, write this down, grab a note, pen and pad, 17835 Gale Ave, City of Industry, California 91748. All I have to say is I need to go to there, like ASAP. The place looks amazing. Just take my, I would just literally have my credit card, just take it, take it. I don't need this stuff, I just want it. And I honestly thought they were like out of the country or something during this. I, I honestly, I, I did not, or at least out of the state. I did not think that this place would be in California. I was like, there's no way there could be something this cool within my range. But it is. That's right. It's about six hour, about a six hour drive for me here in San Jose. I want to go there. I need to go there. And like I said, I don't collect any of that stuff. I mean, it's got, it's just got everything. But I'd probably get sensory overload, now I think about it. You know, almost seems like too much, almost too many options, you know, at least for me. But wow, I mean, that place is amazing. So, oh, we got other things too. We got to find out that Christian belongs to a Mandalorian club. And it's one that you have to get accepted into, not just you have to pay in a monetary way. It's... You, it's not, and it's not like they'll just let anyone in too. Like, you know, hey, come on in. Hey, you love it, and you're a geek like us, and you like all of our stuff, and you're, you know, yeah, come on. He had to have his gear inspected and approved before he was asked to join the group. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> you know, 
just being a super fan isn't enough, I guess, these days. You gotta, you gotta have to show how big of a fan you are. Let's let, let me, uh, let me see that helmet, see that mask. Let me, let me investigate. Oh, big toe. Here's another one I wrote down in my notes. We got to hear his takes on superhero shirts versus actual costumes. Now, I have a couple super. Actually, let me see. Yeah, I've got like one. I've got the uh, Captain America. It's all black and it's got a little bit of gray. Bought it at, I think, a Target or whatever. His He says, well, actually, I'll let you watch it. But I, I was just like, he probably ruffled some feathers in that, that statement, in that take. I was like, damn, dude. He dropped the L word, too? Damn. Things are getting heated at Frank and Sons. But, yeah, keep in mind, I, I have a superhero shirt. I don't have a costume. Do I take a big L too? I don't know, man. I don't know, but that was that was interesting. Interesting hot take from him on the fly. But I did see, you know, actually now I think about it, I did see some I see some items that I would be interested in purchasing purchasing. It's at right about a minute and forty seven seconds in, they showed us the wrestling figures. You know, I still have a bunch of the ones, uh, like the ones on the way bottom. You have to pause it. One for on the way bottom. They're the classic WWE ones. So they're they're classic because they're bigger. That you, you you got way more of a figure, and they're there's just they're made right. They're just solid. They're not like the the cheap versions that are you know two or three rows above. But I need Hulk Hogan. For some reason, the Hulkmeister like vanished over my years of moving or whatever, moving in and out of the parents' house. You know, it went MIA on me. So I have no idea where it went. Actually, I should have looked before I jumped on the mic here. I wonder how much it is on eBay. Probably a decent amount. And I want to get the ring, too. There's a plastic ring that came with it, and it's about, let's see, I'm holding it, about a two, two by two, two feet by two feet. Sounds about right. Got Still, I got King Kong Bundy, JYD, Superfly Snooka, Jake the Snake. And I could go on and on and on. I don't have the Hulk. You know, Hulkmeister, Hulk Hogan. And I know somewhere like Louis Bartlett is like spider senses are like tingling. Someone is out there talking about WWE. <laughs> but yeah, I have the original ones on the bottom. The later versions up top, up top above them, they're just not as good. And I never caught him. And they're smaller. But but anyway. But yeah, so there is one thing there that I would buy that I would go for. It. And they see if they have Hulk Hogan and maybe some other ones. Uh, I think what else did I have? I know I have British Bulldogs. Iron Sheik, I got. I need to bust those out too. But see, see, now you got me going, Christian. I'm gonna make a little road trip. Now I gotta go. Now, however, though, I have one one little complaint, one little gripe. For as much as I love this episode, I didn't like what he said about three minutes in. Yeah, yeah, right around when he hit the sports aisle. Ouch, bro. There's probably some good stuff over there. What did sports do to you? Like, point on your body. Point the spot on your body where sports hurt you. Now, let's put some ice on it. We'll be okay. We'll move on. Some good money-making opportunities in the sports aisle. Come on, man. That was brutal. But, however, I'm sure that's how, you know, most of the people tune in and feel. So, I know. I'm, I'm in the minority. That's fine. And <laughs> it just means more for me, baby. Yeah. Everyone else is going to the, like, X-Men aisle. And there's Rick going down the sports aisle, yeah. But yeah, Frank and Sons, they have sports. I'm there too, even more so, even more motivation. Sports 
stuff and WWE stuff. I'm all about it. But yeah, for real, Frank and Sons, I haven't been there yet. It's going to happen. I will make it happen. And maybe this summer, maybe this summer, I printed out the three calendars, three monthly calendars for planning the summer. Got a lot of good things going on. Maybe I'll take the kids on a road trip, create some memories, come back with Hulk Hogan. I'll even put them in the driver's seat, kind of strap them in. But I can't wait to check this place out. And I'll probably talk about it on this episode. I mean, on this podcast. And who knows? Maybe I'll stumble upon an X-Men gambit for Christian. So, you know, I'd send it to him. You know, I'd be nice. Free of charge, too. But, you know, I was actually able to find one on eBay. I don't know if anyone wants to tell them this, but it looks like they're not going for that much, too. I think I saw it for like 39 bucks and was shipping. So, I don't know. It could be the wrong one. I think he wanted a particular one, like the first run, first series. I don't know, but... I was like, oh, yeah, I'll find you one, Christian. No finders fear, ever, anything, man. It's all you, man. So, yeah, what about you? You have any crazy hobbies that, you know, Jenkum could produce an episode for? Maybe they'll come to your house. Ian will be like, let's go. Let's uh, talk about comics or, uh, you know, maybe you got to, I mean, we a lot of us obviously have a skate collection. But what do you got? Like, is, what's what's your thing? Do you have something? And if you and if you actually, yeah, now I think about it, if you know of another place that's closer that's kind of like Frankenstein's, it's, maybe there's one in the barrier and I just haven't even it's been under my nose the whole time. Please let me know. But yeah, like I say, I know I say this all the time. Well done, Ian. Well done, Jenkum. And more of this, please. And finally, do you happen to see Kern Cable's latest vans edit? Go ahead and pause it now and come back. I'm just shaking my head. You got, you got to, you have to watch this, please. It's that good. Just come back. I don't mind you pausing. But here are some notes that I took along the way. I could have listed them all, every single trick. I could have mentioned something about it. Minute three, I was like, did he get both trucks on that those rails? It looked like it, right? I think it was the the black one was wobbling and the white one was the still stationary one that you know yeah he got both trucks on that it's pretty sweet very nice i noticed that 50 50 to drop down to 50 50 114 that was nice how about that long ask it's a casual nose slide you know just at 209 just make it look like we all could do them there and like that you know in first try just so effortless and you know, with Curran, we get to, we're going to see some insane park footage, pool footage, some nighttime Curran. We got to see some Louis Lopez footage, Jake Anderson. Oh, how about that? Oh, there's a nice frontside air around the bend, 235. That must be so fun to do. Who used to do those a lot too? Was it Chris Miller? Or was it? Gosh, that was a lot of pool skaters could do those. Those must be so fun. You're like, you end up, you line up, launch. You land way over on the other side of the pool. I love that like tweaked frontside grab at the street gap. 435. I kept rewinding it to hear the tail tap like on the pole, but it took me a couple of a couple of rewinds to just realize how big the gap is, you know? There's a lot going on there. And it's not like the pole is is exactly halfway down either. It's a it's much closer to his landing, if you get what I'm saying, to his landing spot. So he was on the descent when he was tapping that. So gnarly. And it was it was good. We got to see two angles of that too. So gnarly. Another great one I wrote down, that huge kickflip 50-50, 5.09. And that's the one that had like what a three to four foot wall at the skate park. 
And the one that probably has Templeton Elliott throwing stuff against the wall, questioning his, like, just stance on whether or not skate park footage counts. Like, he's probably just, like, so conflicted, just throwing stuff left and right, punching holes in walls. Damn, that was huge. I'll give anyone listening, I'll give you 20 tries to get that one. Actually, no, I'll give you 30. 30 tries to make that. And I'll give you uh, I'll give you five bucks. I'll wait. I'll wait. It's so insane. And Kern even made me laugh out loud. Oh, yeah, 534. He ollied over that rail, lands on like that ledge, and then does a frontside wally down and out over those steps. That made me laugh. Yeah. I mean, much much like frontside slappies don't make sense to me, frontside wallies are exactly the same. I, it doesn't make sense. How do you do that? It's so awkward. I'd much rather have my butt facing the wall than my face. You know, you're like kind of slapped up against the wall. You're all, oh, hi, wall. My name is Curran. Nice to meet you. It's too awkward. Butt to the wall is all I did. Butt to the wall. I'm going to make a shirt. Butt to the wall. That's all I can hang with. And the uh, thumbnail bump to blunt. That was beautiful. Nose blunt, that is. Another one he made look way too easy. Probably took him, what, like maybe two, three tries? Which gets me thinking, you know what? I've got to do it. I've got to say it. I, I, I have to say it. I just thought about this. But now he's in small company. He's not alone, which is a good thing. But Kern Capel's is officially bad for skateboarding. That's right. That's right. He's right up there with Shane O'Neill, Ashad, Jimmy Wilkins. I think that's it. That's all I have on my list right now. He makes skateboarding look too damn easy. And that's not good. That is not good. That's misleading to so many kids out there, you know, who want to pick up a skateboard and want to get it for a birthday or a Christmas with high hopes of being in skating like current. And that's not going to happen. We all know that can't happen. Sorry to do this to you, Mr. Caples. I mean, it hurts me more than it hurts you. As I said, you're not alone. Look to your left. That's Shane. Look straight ahead. Shod. Turn around. That's Jimmy. It's on the vert ramp. That's your company. I had to do it. And speaking of hurting, though, what, what did that statue do to you at, at 613? What it, it, it did a nice little frontside bonus to tail slap. And I just paused it. <laughs> I stared at it for a while. I was like, oh, that's pay attention to the left foot. Look how high up it is. It's about a foot off the from the bank. The extension of the right foot. That bank is pretty steep, you know, now that I mention it. It's just like, man. That one looks so fun to do, too. So you just slap, slap that statue in the face. Extend, that was a proper one, too. I'd, I'd, I can't wait to see the rough cut on this. It's probably not going to be much footage. It's probably going to be you know, a few minutes longer than this one. But I can't wait to see it. And you want to know which... The, the, there's only like one trick that I could relate to and maybe could do, but not as, as smooth and tweaked out as he did. It was that backside melon at 641. It was at the, I just put that wallows looking spot, you know, kind of like a steep wallows. That looks so fun. It's like, wee! Let me tweak it out. Little melon tweak there. That looks so fun, Curran. 
Is that a cool spot? Is it does it is it steeper than it looks? Like in person, you'll get it. Oh, whoa, that's too steep. But that's the only trick in the whole damn video. I'm like, uh, I could probably do that, but I'd probably end up. Maybe I'd end up grabbing nose though. I don't know if I could tweak mill. I can't get down. I I need to stretch more. Is it? Yeah, my back. Yeah, whatever. I'm making complaints. I mean, I'm making excuses. I should say. But anyway, but yeah, that spot looked fun. Oh, I'm glad I didn't uh, look down. Look down at my notes and didn't forget this one. That it was that extra long 50-50 at 7:39. That looks so fun. He made it look so easy. He cleared a small gap. He even dropped down like in the process around the bend like you know no biggie right as i said he makes that look so like a kid's gonna think he can that he or she can do that it's not he can't that's just a typical day for him on the rails that's it not for us not for us regular folk regular skaters i'm not gonna mention aging skaters on myself damn and one last thing i mentioned or i jotted down for about this part Pay attention to the message he is sending to us with his ender. That's what's up, man. Yes. You tell him, Curran. You tell him. Hold me back. Hold me back. You know he got, like, Omar Hassan's attention with that one. Omar's like, yeah, I, I like that. I like that one. That was proper. Seriously, proper ender. Can you do that? I <laughs> know uh, I can't. But well done, Curran. Well done, Louie and Jake and Ryan. I mean, pretty much every trick in this video was a hammer. I mean, you could argue it's like almost they could be enders. Honestly. The music was a great match. I mean, this is definitely one I will remember in nine months. You get what I'm saying? But check it out if you haven't done so yet. You know, they... they they are only asking for 8 minutes and 46 seconds of your time. That entire crew was asking for 8 minutes. And yeah, he had to two-song part. You know, 8.46, or like me, it'll take you about 30 minutes. I watch it, what, three times now, taking notes for the show, just loving it, pausing or rewind it. Yeah, maybe I'm, I've committed about 45 minutes, and I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not complaining. Time well spent. I mean, this was so good and so low-key and it's so interesting how he somehow casually just tossed his name into the Sodi mix. Yeah, I said it after this one part. He's up there now. From the current content that's out, this is definitely a, a Sodi worthy run um, uh, edit. Yeah, just like that. And I, what's crazy is I feel he wasn't even really trying. Yeah, he wasn't making it obvious. He just slid on in there. But real talk, though, can you imagine if Curran did like a a Mason Silva style Sodi push? What would that look like? Come on now. <laughs>